Welcome to Comedy Talk. <laughs> this, uh, we like just are you workshopping a theme tune there? I really like I, it. It's I, good, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go to the vocal coach. We'll work on that, and maybe by episode 100. Unlike some people that we know that go to a vocal coach and still suck. But whatever. Uh, so let's do this. Let's do it one more time. Welcome to Comedy, Comedy Talk. Talks. I like it. I was a bit off key. I'd like to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll practice for next time. Um, We're gonna fucking harmonies, guys. This is what did I tell you? I'm now. No, you introduce it's a fucking ruin. Introduce other people. I, I feel like I feel like we are very rusty at this. We haven't no, introduced. No, no, I was I was gonna lead in with like this is Nat, yeah. but hey, let's do that again. This is this is Nat. <laughs> why don't we just why don't we just cut this whole this bit out? Nat. This is Nat. Okay, go on. This is Asad. Uh, this is Tony. There you go. But I, didn't get I mean, we, we did like a now. triangle. You, you're not supposed to go back to him. You're supposed to. We let... did like a triangle formation. Yeah, that was good. You I, said I, this I, is Nat. It's like a triangle strategy. This is Tony. What? I think you said you said this is Nat, and then no, you no, said. No, I just said this is Tony. Are you sure? Yeah. At, the, at that one just now, didn't you just say this Let's is Nat, and time. then? No, time. no, but we're all each other. Okay, this is Nat. This is Asan. This is Tony. You see, it's triangle. <laughs> we, <laughs> did, we did do the triangle. That's what we did. We did it. We, yeah, we, we did. I don't think we, we did. We just did the triangle. <laughs> Check the recording. We'll worry about it after. So anyway, here we are. We're back again. And it's been a while. It's been like three weeks since we last recorded. Yeah. Uh, I'm to blame for that. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. You gotta, you, the, uh, the, the feds had to break up your dogfighting ring. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, let's be blunt, man. Uh, I had some people uh, go down with COVID. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, distant relatives. Uh, they didn't make it. <laughs> why, why does this sound like a law film? <laughs> like, Johnny didn't make it. Johnny didn't make it. It was so scary. It was so bizarre because it's like, we're hearing these kind of news at like the cusp of like us getting like the vaccine mm -hmm. and things getting better so it's so bizarre to like to find out it's like oh my god this person died with covid yeah so that kind of stuff happened and then i was just like not in a good position to come in and be like hey guys let's talk about comedy <laughs> but like, uh <laughs> that's that, now that's it man <laughs> let's talk about comedy <laughs> <laughs> now that that's finished, yeah. That, now, that that the, now that the grieving's over, we can uh, go back to laughing. Because <laughs> laughter's the best medicine. Yeah. It is the best medicine. I think. I think it's a good medicine. You know, just because I mean, when you're sad, why, why, <laughs> why be sad? Yeah. Well, I purposely put on more sad shit. You know, like if you're fucking grieving, like, are you gonna put on like some? sad movie but like, i feel like there's there's people that are like go full into like oh i haven't been sad in like 20 years let's like <laughs> let's like do a deep dive into yeah, like yeah, yeah. boys to men and a deep, like a deep dive into <laughs> sadness <laughs> boys to men i've never actually listened to boys to men i've heard of them but i've never uh... yeah i know the ethos you know i know the mythology around them is there yeah. lore for boys to men <laughs> is there no, there is now, baby. it's a matter of speech yeah uh, okay Right. Um, yeah. So today, we have a hot topic uh, that you will be introducing. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, before we get into it, how are you guys doing? What's in the news? What's happening with you guys? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing is happening with me. 
Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had literally nothing going on. Absolutely but nothing's happening here with me. Nothing happening. Uh, just the hiatus. Uh, I gotta put out the last episode we did, which was a gem. Mm-hmm. Gotta put that up there. What did we do last episode? I don't even remember. Dude, we had those letters. Yeah, we talked about food. We talked about. No, that. <laughs> we talked about. <laughs> That was one of my favorite episodes. That's all I remember. Yeah, so, no, that's the second episode. time we did uh, should we, should we, we did viewer letters. Wait, sorry. Should we take that? Ed? Do you want it? Talking about a talking about a movement, a chair movement here. Yeah, because then we can okay. take like. I'm gonna pause take, it real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna play a comedy or whatever. What are we doing? All right. So. <laughs> Welcome to Plain Our Talks. Plain Our Talks. So we're discussing the Z axis. <laughs> 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 Probably the most underappreciated of the three main axes. No, I, I agree. The Z axis gets the worst rap. Yeah. You guys both say Z, really? Yeah, man. Oh. You Pretty guys, Z, you man. guys are the worst. You just pick and choose. That's right. Pick and choose. <laughs> we like America when it benefits us. Yeah, right. You guys, you guys love, you guys fucking love letter size, but as soon as it comes to the alphabet, Z. <laughs> it's the, it's the Commonwealth card. Until that queen is alive, yeah, we gotta until, still until you start faxing documents over to them, and they're like, "What the hell is this? This?" And it's That's eight, it's eight point five by eleven. That's right, baby. <laughs> Inches. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, the whole like fax machines. I don't think I've ever used a fax machine in my life. I have, man. Some businesses have them, and it's just like. You know what's even funny? Some some fax machines, the older models have thermal paper so what which is so bizarre because <laughs> this is why fax machines are fucked up so if you have this document printed <laughs> on thermal paper any temperature change can fuck it up <laughs> so, what, so it just catches on fire so if it's summer that document erases oh wow it's gone Mingy, that sounds like some cia shit <laughs> they, would, they would like fax something to the, to the fucking Mossad. <laughs> Oh no, some Yuri from the fucking KGB gets it, and he's like, oh sir, look, look, and it's fucking, the paper's blank. It's pre-Snapchat. Uh, Chris Villia would be okay if we had thermal paper. He made a video recently. Did okay, you that's what we could talk thoughts? about. Then. What do you, what do you think? I, I, did you see I it? I haven't seen it. Dude, you gotta see it, the guy looks like your brother. You gotta watch his video. <laughs> I was thinking they do kind of have the same hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Wait, if you see Delia's actual brother, he looks like man. I mean, you're far more handsome than him. Chris Delia is like, Chris Delia has a brother. He has he an does. actual brother. That's <laughs> like a real one. brother that actually yeah. exists. <laughs> a real brother? <laughs> yeah. 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 no, no, not, not one that we made up for convenience. <laughs> not one of those imaginary brothers. You said that's a black guy. You said the way that black people use yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, a line uh, from Zuland. He's like, oh, and they yeah. were like brothers to me. And I mean it the way black people use it because I think it's more meaningful. But he has an actual brother. Um, mm-hmm. Point is, like, he, he put out a video, um, basically talking about his accusations, talking about uh, how he's gonna get help, talking about what kind of lifestyle he was living. I liked it, man. I really so liked it. Like, it had like a redeeming quality to it. It did, cause he did something that nobody in Hollywood's gonna tell you. That meaningless sex with random strangers, despite being consensual, is still toxic for you. And he said that, and I can see every liberal person that is all about like that lifestyle freaking out and condemning him and just being like, he's a piece of shit. Dude, how long do you want him to like fucking sit there? 
you have like war criminal presidents who are like from other countries coming into America and fucking like everything's buried, everything's alright. Water under the bridge. This guy did what exactly? Is he is he like Woody Allen? Did he go after a minor? Is he like Roman Polanski? No, they love that guy. They give yeah. him a, they give him an award after the fact, <laughs> which is just oh, beautiful. We should invade France just to get <laughs> Roman Polanski out of there. Did you mean like we need to get him out? We need to, we should probably take that guy. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not all for American imperialism unless I unless I think it's the right thing to do. <laughs> You which know, is which is all the time. time. Which is all of the time. Uh, I mean, I, I liked it. I, your thoughts, guys? Uh, well, again, I haven't seen it, but you know, um, if it seems like he's genuine and like honest, then that's like a step forward, right? I, I think I think a well thought out apology, not an apology to appease a mob. That's true. But an apology that seems well thought out um, to your audience, to the people that like you. Yeah. That feels more meaningful, and I'm, you know, it's a good thing he did that. Um, instead of just like a quick sort of, oh, you know, on Twitter, like, hey, everyone, sorry about that. I'll do better next time. You and, know. and he said something that I wish his other fucking idiot friends would have said, like Brian Callen, instead of going on podcasts and like fighting people. He was very calm. He was like, dude, okay, these are things, these are my problems. He talked about issues that he wasn't even accused of the meaningless like random sex and just messaging everybody and just constantly wanting that lifestyle i think he quoted a friend he's like it's not a problem until it is and i thought that's way better and again he stood by his point he's like i didn't do anything illegal uh so but then again I, i've heard a lot of people and i'm sorry i i was i watched it and I'm not joking i honestly got out of tear of mine that it felt more genuine than than anyone else's and there was no backlashing he wasn't insulting anybody he wasn't standing on his like, freedom of speech or bullshit like that he was just it's chris delia so i was happy because i'm missing that i really do it was so unfortunate well, a lot of people in the comments seen him there you know they're really happy he was back so you know if if um that's one more person who's kind of come around yeah and so to whatever is the right thing whatever that is then i mean what's there to complain about right no i absolutely agree I mean, I, there's I, I mean fuck hollywood's got a lot of uh hollywood yeah that's probably better um hollywood has <laughs> thank you <laughs> has a lot of a lot of a lot of problems that i don't know if chris Celia is the biggest one yeah He's not. He's not. But it was definitely just, you know, trying to sound. Is Brian Callen getting eye surgery? That's the biggest problem I got. No, I mean, they got they got a problem with uh, you know Harvey Weinstein being okay until someone and actually. Weinstein's one of them. It's not like that's the one. There are a lot of them. And it's again, it's all open secrets, right? So the the thing I like about. The thing that I appreciate, I'll say about this Crystalia thing, was it doesn't feel sanctimonious. I've been using that word a lot lately, but it's like... Define it for me. I'm an idiot. That's the first time you've said it on the podcast. I know. So, is uh, it? You know, it's, it's again, like the very, this like... This whole meal is sanctimonious. <laughs> no, like being holier than thou. Oh, I fucking hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sanctimonious, right? Like, oh, I'm... I, I love him. It's like the Charlie... But that's the word I would use for Diogo. Yeah. <laughs> you realistic? You're so fucking sanctimonious. <laughs> it's like you said about 
Charlie Sheen we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You, you don't like celebrities that that do that. That's very sanctimonious. The ones I mean, not Charlie Sheen, but the the, the act of like, oh, I I I did something wrong, and now you know I'm I'm better like now. That. Yeah. Like, oh, look at me. I've repented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel. It feels like more like a sincere thing. Like you know, not like a YouTuber apology mm-hmm. when they <laughs> YouTuber. <laughs> Do you know about the whole the subgenre of videos, the YouTuber apology? Oh yeah, it's great. Is it just like a bunch of uh, like a compilation of YouTube apologies or something? Oh, I mean you'll, I mean you know, they'll every say time, the every N time. word and then they'll apologize. <laughs> they'll say something else on the stream and then they'll apologize. They'll rip off kids with gambling sites and then apologize. <laughs> oh, the YouTuber apology. It's a great subgenre. Oh, I highly recommend it. Um, it's hilarious. It's, man, you can have hours of fun. You know, we talk about him a lot. I think people used to. Logan Paul, he had one of the better YouTuber apologies. <laughs> Straight, right to the point. <laughs> Some tears, but not full-on crying. Not, you know, it's like about like a couple minutes long, and, you know, good for him. But you got the other ones, where it's like, oh my god, I can't move on. You can't understand them, and it's like a 25-minute video. And you think that person had to watch it and be like, yeah, I'm going to upload this. <laughs> so it's like the apology, like, so, like, the apologies are, like, rife with... Either they've already done the most heinous thing, or whilst they're apologizing, they still offend people, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because exactly. then it's like, did I? You remember that video I saw? I sent you like two months ago. It was like the Scotsman apologizes. Yes. And it's like I can't remember the name of the TV show, but it's something in England. Um, and it's a Scottish police chief, and he's like apologizing for offending a certain group of people. And whilst he's apologizing for that group of people, he inadvertently offends another group of people. <laughs> and it just, it's like a chain reaction, like, and it just gets more and more obscure. Like, a random sentence he'll say will, like, um, Trigger. and he's like, he's like, I suppose this is the bee's knees. And then the next scene is like, I apologize for all bees and beekeepers. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought this was a real thing, because you said England, so I was like, okay, this must have definitely happened. But yeah, yeah, no, this is like a, it's like a TV show. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. over there, I feel like... Oof. You think England's worse than America right now? Yeah. Holy shit, uh, really? I think so. I think, I think England and... I mean... Dude, another thing happened while we were at it in England. Piers Morgan. Oh, yeah, he stormed he off do? and... Um, oh, lead us in. Okay, so there was... Because I had to lead. So you may, <laughs> you may have realized that I don't know anything about what's happening in, in the world. I, I, I love it. I, part of it. See, I wish, <laughs> I wish I was like that because this stuff just serves to piss me off. Um, so there was that interview with, um, what's his name, Harry and Meghan Harry Markle and, they, or whatever. Markle and Oprah. They want their privacy, but they went to Oprah <laughs> to be broadcasted on CNBC or whatever, whatever the the, the major network. But they want a privacy. So and it's like the silence, like silence thing is me. became a journalist. See, again, <laughs> slowly. Again, today's, today's theme, sanctimonious. Right. The whole death. thing just reeks. I want to plaster that word like I did with this other video, sanctimonious. <laughs> it is, that's this episode yeah. title. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm that's the episode title, yeah, sanctimonious, sanctimonious assholes. I mean, it's, it's... Again, it's like a fucking garden villa, and <laughs> I'm not joking. That's what it is. And it's Oprah just sitting there, like it looks like something out of a fairy tale. And they're sitting there talking. Again, I'm not talking about. I'm not very playing, suitable for. I'm, I'm not the playing. Duchess. I'm not playing down the issues that were raised, but it's, it reeks of sanctimony, if that's even the, the word I could use. And. So, um, yeah, that was a big thing. And Piers Morgan hates 
Meghan Markle because they used to be friends, and I guess she cut him off, and... And Piers Morgan actually thinks that if he didn't send Meghan in a cab to a party where she met Harry, that he had a shot with her. What <laughs> <laughs> is the guy? Piers is that Morgan? what he said? Yeah. Okay. He, he said, uh... because of me, she met him because we had a really good night together. I don't know how far up his own ass he is, but has he looked in a mirror? Like, yeah. see, that's the thing that fucking pisses me off about men in power everywhere. It's like they think they look so good, but they don't. Dude, I am daily looking in the mirror going, you fat piece of shit. And I'm like getting myself to become better. But then I'll see somebody on the train, disgusting old man. <laughs> and yet he is like eyeing a 25 year old like she's into him. And then that same guy will come up to another guy and be like, yeah, chicks dig me. Nobody digs me. It's, it's a miracle women trying to attract him. It's a miracle, I tell you. Sorry, go on. So what happened was, um, Pierre... We're just gonna be, we're just gonna be cutting, cutting off those interruptions Pierre, from the says, show. Pierre says, we're just gonna uh, ignore them now. He, he's, he, he works for ITV. Yeah. And does Good Morning Britain, I believe it's mm-hmm. called. And he's always in contention with the, the co-hosts and stuff. Yeah. Because it's not like he's like a... Uh, it's not like he's a, what is it, like a right-winger or whatever, right? But he's definitely one of the more outspoken... No, um, he, he loves sucking the queen's tits, man. That's who that guy is. He, he's one of the outspoken guys, so he's always getting into trouble. And, um, yeah, he just got in an argument with somebody and he stormed off the set. He said Meghan Markle, Markle claimed that she was uh, going through some suicidal thoughts of the way the world family has treated them. This came about with um, a lot of stuff that they talked about, like when she was going to have a baby, they were worried if somebody, she didn't say who, asked if the, they were a little concerned if the baby was going to be dark-skinned, uh, which is understandable. I mean, look at those guys. They don't look human. This is the royal family is fucked up. It's just like... They just skeletons. Yeah, yeah inbred weird-ass people from God knows how far back. And so, I get it. I get it, but you can't you can't dump on a person even if it's not right, even if you know. You just can't, man, because you don't know another person's mental landscape. So yeah. she said she was suicidal. He's he like, I don't believe. believe it. Yeah, he didn't believe it. Because again, he claims, you know, even if she is full of it, she is. My own two cents. She's a fucking actor. Yeah. Did she play up again? Oprah Villa. Eight million dollars. They claim that they didn't get paid, which is a whole. They they got paid eight million dollars. Whatever, no matter what they say. Oprah Garden Villa. Come come on. The the real amazing thing is, maybe it's not amazing, but Harry. Man, no no love for his family. All of them. He just shot them all down. But you know, to be honest, like as a guy, me and you probably are celebrating because of our Indian Pakistan origins. We can them. finally become one country again. I don't, I don't think that's I don't think that's England's fault, guys. No, it is. Everything I, I don't is their think that's fault. In, I don't think that's England's fault. I can take back my ancestral name after all these centuries. No, but the royal. Do you remember your ancestral name? Uh, no. I gotta look it up. But the royal I'll, family, I'll go back. The royal family's full of shit. I gotta be honest. Yeah, but but even if they're full of shit. I mean, they still, again, it's a fucking thousand-year-old institution. You should, I don't give a fuck if it's your royal family or not. To go on the national TV and yeah. shit on your family that you were raised with and grew up with, and, and not for nothing. Yeah. She has no love for any of her family members on her mom or dad's side. Yeah, Is that no, not no. suspicious? That all of a, Okay, now Harry hates his family. 
Yeah, but that's what we said about Yoko Ono, and that thing turned out alright. <laughs> you know he got killed <laughs> in the 80s, right? No, but one, one logical she route that people are talking about is like, Princess Di was excommunicated by the royal family, and because she didn't go and ask for royal family protection, she got, she got killed. Harry is kind of worried about his life, Meghan's worried about her life. Given the circumstances of the family, I'm not surprised that they're so like backwards and weird and because we're just finding out stuff like that the royal family has a lot of legislative power in England. Yeah. They're like a lobby group with actual influence and this is stuff that people did not know. So again, probably open secrets. No, know. but it's like it's like I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure the Queen's making MI five calls. The Queen is the whatever. shadiest human being on the planet. And I mean, if you look at Prince Philip, this guy looks like a reanimated well, zombie. Well, I mean, there's there's Prince yeah, Andrew. I mean, he's, he's I mean, do we do we? Uh, he's looked like a reanimated zombie for the last like twenty years. Do, we, do we do we really have to not talk about Prince Andrew, the fucking and Andrew. rapist island and pedophilic yeah, yeah. motherfucker? Sure. And nobody's talking about sure, him. Sure. So I don't really I agree with you. Why am I listening to Meghan and Harry when we should be talking about Prince but Andrew? But that's but that's the, that's the thing though. I'm not excusing any of the things the royal family's done. But again them like why did this interview even happen yeah like like out of nowhere like we have a we have a global crisis happening yeah but apparently it's all okay now because biden's the president everything's fine now we have a we have a we <laughs> we're have, gonna put a, a ticker tony's opinions are his own opinion <laughs> you know, biden 2024 those, those, asterisk if he's still alive <laughs> You know those guys in those guys in Syria are really happy Biden became the president again. I know, but, it's um, boring, so. Yeah, they were like four years. The skies are clear. Here's a good another good four. Oh fuck! And then, but, isn't it very? Isn't it weird? Every single president that's taken the office, the first thing they do is a bombing. <laughs> it's like I don't get it. All right, there hasn't been enough bombing. Trump, Trump didn't point. do it as soon as he took off. He did the one. Yeah, but that wasn't. <laughs> I'll forgive him the okay, one okay, bomb. Okay, I'm not saying I forgive the one, but he didn't do it as soon as he fucking took office a week yeah. later. He started bombing. It, took it was. Six months. It, and that was okay. Did you hear anything outside of that? No. But, okay. But yeah, right. you gotta. Sorry, if you're gonna bomb someone, you gotta lead up to the bombing. No, but and, and another thing, you I'll know. give him credit. He he had that fat North Korean leader and him kind of like liking each other. Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Un. Yeah. Yeah, it was his dad. Was I mean, dad. they started on fighting words, and then they were like buddies after. I mean, okay, we're, we're we're cutting out politics thoughts. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, what's today? Yeah, well, yeah, no, it's just again, it's just very uh, again being sanctimonious when there's there's other things going on in the world. I'm not saying we need to focus everything on COVID, but I would rather. We put out more positive as we shit on people. Yeah. We put out more positive things if you're in such a position. Oh, we of, are so not sanctimonious. We're just better. Of a, <laughs> it's if, it's you're, a if you're in that, if you're in that position. I just started uh, yoga this week. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm so much better than everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, if you're in that position, yeah. I think you should. We should be putting out more. They, Again, they don't want to do the royal duties and stuff. You know, that's fine. But those those royal duties, no matter how trivial you think they are, they're at least they're trying to contribute something positive. Yeah. And if you don't want to do it, then shut the fuck up about it. There's Instead a way to of, do it. And she could have just sat in front of a fucking PC and set that out. Right. But to have this garden talk, blah, blah, blah. I, I was like, whatever. And then Piers is an idiot. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up for five seconds. You have your own show. You will get... 
to say whatever the fuck you want for the next three, four weeks. To go on a tirade and then leave his own show like a bitch because somebody called him out and not calling out, you know, mental health issues. Is that, I'm sorry, that's, I believe that. That's the worst thing to do. You cannot be like, oh, I don't think she was suicidal. Like, And then, the top off this little fucking asshole Kate. Why is it that everybody that does this and then then he tweeted out something about freedom of speech with a picture of Winston Churchill. What is Churchill? <laughs> I'm not even making this up. Churchill was suicidal in World War II. No, he but talked. he didn't give up. No, he said it was, it was I seen it. It was a Churchill quote about free speech and that when you start It was a Churchill an asshole? Was it like a shade difference between him and Hitler for all I care? Oh okay. <laughs> Come on. I mean, <laughs> Let's okay. Let's this talk, is uh, guy, this is World talk, War Two talks. So. The, the guy <laughs> talked about Indian people as like he used the N word for them. The guy had like tremendous issues. Okay, and but, now we're calling him a fucking great leader. Granted, it was 1940. <laughs> right? Are, we, uh, are you are you one of those people? Man, fucking George Listen. Washington. <laughs> that asshole had slaves. So you know. Yes. Screw him, fuck America. America should have never been made. Gandhi and Kalyasa were around the same time as fucking... uh, What's his face? Churchill. Were they like calling black people names? No! (laughs) Do we we know that for a fact For a fact, because they weren't white, that's why. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute. Was... Wasn't Gandhi an asshole? Gandhi was... Low-key? Wasn't the other guy better than Gandhi, but Gandhi like hogged all the fame? Gandhi did a lot I'm, of his protests. Or am I thinking of I'm something not gonna, else? No, you're probably thinking of something. Gandhi was, Gandhi was decent. He bridged the gap. He got killed by an Indian extremist because he wanted to bridge ties to Pakistan. Who am I thinking of that's different? Winston Churchill. <laughs> I don't think he was. I don't no, think yeah, Gandhi was shot by Winston Churchill yeah, he in just, Germany. Yeah, yeah. In Ger- he just said, "Oh, you." G- Gandhi was like, "You bastard, Indian!" <laughs> Gandhi was like, again. "Please stop this fighting between the Nazis and the British." And then Winston Churchill shot him with the with the same gun that Lee with Harvey a Luger. Oswald. Yeah, <laughs> Harvey Oswald. <laughs> With a Luger. With a Luger. The Luger, the Lee. Oh, there we go. Good German weaponer. With a Luger, the Lee. I'll be honest, what he used to kill. Abraham Lincoln. God. That's, that's how history works. Talk about, talking about history assholes. Lee Harvey Oswald. What a piece of shit. I know, right? I read about him and I thought, you know, maybe he was like... Not not misunderstood, but I was like, I wonder what the the, the beef was with this guy, and I looked into it. Man, what he was a beef. He was nuts. He was like a fervent Southern supporter and all this shit. I don't even think he was from the South. That is the worst when you're not even from the South and you're like, <laughs> you have a Confederate flag. I'm like, oh, God, please stop I respect it. these ideals. <laughs> I don't, but uh, I mean, no, I mean, you know, it's it's history talks. So yeah, uh, ignorance talks because I don't know what I'm talking. Dude, about. I love this. This was so. This was like a wild ride. I loved it. Continuing the wild ride, uh, our first topic of the day, official topic, I believe. Um, this has all been like you know, random, random talks, random talks. But um, this is heavily back stupid. on track talks. Back <laughs> um, on track talks. Uh, the talks. <laughs> the first topic we we're gonna go into is like we haven't really discussed it in depth on the podcast, but like. Highly quotable comedies and comedy shows. Ooh, I like Ooh. it. Okay. Happy Gilmore. Yes. It's yes. a classic. I feel like, you know, that's just... I feel like, yeah, early Adam Sandler, especially like Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, mm-hmm. um, Is that his where timing... Is do it comes from, too? 
you can yes. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's and a Rob then, Schneider yeah, line. Yeah, 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 and then it just carried over into like all these movies because Rob, they're like, oh, we need to have Rob Schneider in there to get like a small payday. Okay, say, so uh, you know, you can do it. <laughs> you know, like little Nicky, he says, well, you can do it. Buy this freaking head off, you know. And so he just threw him in a bunch of movies. Yeah. But yeah, like the timing of early Adam Sandler movies, especially, is like, uh, it's just on point. Like, yeah. even if like the character, the, the characters he plays are kind of more juvenile. Like the execution and the timing of the jokes is just fucking brilliant. Like, it is good stuff. Yeah, I is. agree. Uh, Anchorman. Yeah, that's another one. Oh, Step Brothers. Where'd you get a hand grenade? Yeah. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> even like the, it's not even like quotable, but just like the the visual scenes in that, like he's just oh. like throwing a trident in the fight and stuff. Oh, the best is the the, the one of the funniest scenes. I don't know why it's so dumb. But it's when he first, what's her name, Veronica? When he first meets, meets her and he just has a boner in the middle of the <laughs> office. <laughs> and it's like. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> it's just, it pans out. <laughs> and like the bit where like um, Jack it's Black like, just uh, kicks his dog off the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when all of the, the news people meet and they have all those cameos. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Anchorman's perfect. Cool. Oh. Uh, uh, wedding Crashers? Maybe. Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. I I wouldn't say that's quotable. Not so much for me, okay, but it's still good. Like I still enjoy the film. Um, I guess it isn't that quotable. Yeah. Traffic Thunder. Yeah. yeah, sure, definitely. Don't go. That's full like kind of the last modern quotable, quotable movie. movie right? yeah. yeah. Before they have the censor. And like even. Hangover a bit, yeah. Hangover. The first one, for sure. Yeah. First one, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, because Jerry Seinfeld said on Between Two Ferns, right? He was like, if you hadn't made two and three, would Hangover One be considered a comedy classic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So true, though. It would, though. I mean, sign- oh. Oh. oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh my God, your crotch. Let me take it. <laughs> no, no, it's like a drip. But yeah, feel free oh. to put more hands on it. <laughs> <laughs> Spread it out. <laughs> Yeah, get in there nice and deep, like, that's dodgeball, right? <laughs> dodgeball is fantastic. Did you ever see Extras, the Ricky Gervais? Um, it's like the no. second main series that Ricky Gervais did, and he's got, um, like, it's about uh, Ricky Gervais trying to become a good actor, and, like, not himself, obviously, but, like, he plays a character trying to become a good actor. Mm. And it's, like, the, the hook of the episode is each episode they have, like, a famous person in every episode. Mm. And the first one is Ben Stiller, and he's making a Holocaust film. I did see that one. I've seen like, clips, so I didn't know what show it was from. And then he's like, um, he's like, um, how am I going to help? Like, this film, the Holocaust film, is about helping people and, like, making people's struggles heard. And, like, how am I going to help them? Um, you know, they can watch Dodgeball and they can escape for like an hour and they can watch it again, you know, it's layered like that. <laughs> There's some jokes that I missed the first Dodge, time. Dodgeball, I, Dodge think is, very I, I think it's uh, very, I think it's quotable. I don't know, highly quotable, but I can... I feel like, yeah, Dodgeball is like pretty Dodge highly quotable, I feel like. Even yeah. like Mean Girls is the popular one that right. everyone goes to, like right. Mean Girls is like... But what, what about a movie that's like highly quotable, is, is really, like, it's on the tip of your tongue, but you don't really know it's from that movie. Is there a movie like that? Um, I got. I was thinking of one. And I realized probably, probably a bunch of eighties movies. I can't think cup. of. Tin cup. Yeah, that's a golf movie. <laughs> oh, really? I've seen it. 
Oh, it's no idea. bizarre, but like it's referenced in a lot of Family Guy episodes, a lot of Simpsons episodes. Mm. Uh, Even like, I feel like that specific moment where I'm trying to think of something that someone said. Yeah. Um, most of the time it's from a Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 Groundhog yeah. Day is not. A lot of, oh, a lot that's of a references, good movie. That's but people really don't know movie. it's from Groundhog Day. <laughs> Ghostbusters? Yes. Ghostbusters, yeah. I feel like that's pretty quotable. If yeah. lost in translation, that's a fantastic comedy. That's a yeah. great comedy. <laughs> <laughs> is that a comedy? No, there are some funny bits in it. There, um, there's some oh, really I mean, it's just because he's naturally funny, I guess, but I thought it was... But, like, it's not it's not actually a comedy at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a friend who hated that movie. I made him watch it, and he was so pissed. I want to watch it now that I'm in Japan. I watched it when I was younger, and I was like, I don't understand this, but it's a good film. Now that I'm like, older, yeah. I'm like, I want but to I, I, I kind of laugh whenever someone criticizes it. Like, like just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, and let's watch Lost in Translation, where nothing happens. <laughs> 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 but it's like, it's a good film. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's more about that feeling of <laughs> being like in a new country and not liking it, but everything around you is so fascinating and different. Yeah, and like almost everyone around you, and it's it's really good. It's still relevant for Japan, right? Because everyone around you or all the foreigners around you are like, oh, Japan, 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 Japan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Japan's great. Um, and it's kind of most of the time it's pretty superficial. Yes. Why I like Japan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like this is like a real like if you actually moved to a country and you didn't know the language, you'd just be like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. It's got Anna Faris. I I, I adore that woman. She's a comic genius. Just, oh. Scary movie. I know. She was so good. That's, I feel like that. I feel School like of Rock. All of those. Yeah, School yeah. of Rock too. Very. Even like, oh, like School I of think Rock is so good. Oh. Sarah, Sarah Silverman. That was the first role mm-hmm. I saw. That was the first time I saw Sarah Silverman was in School of Rock. Oh, I, I, I <laughs> and it's like the character is so. A, she's such a good actor in that. The character is oh, so God. far removed from who Sarah Silverman actually is. <laughs> Yeah. She's so straight in that film. It's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird to watch her comedy after because I just think of her being like, Joey, do something. <laughs> <laughs> do something with your life. Do something with your life instead of trying to be a rock star. <laughs> She's a good actor. No, she plays that that like that role so good. But, you know, Jack Black, I think, is even underrated because he's pretty funny. He yeah. is really underrated. Man. He just doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, that's a that's a good movie, School Rock. And yes, like I said, going back to scary movie. Oh my gosh! Like I, I feel like everyone ages. quoted the first two, like all the time. And I haven't seen you know, scary movie. I think I saw it like first when I was like nine, and I haven't seen it since. Dude, it's such a good. The Wayans brothers, Doofy or something. <laughs> Doofy, the main yeah, guy. And, he, and he's like he's like actually like not retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a, a non sequitur bit? From Family Guy, Simpsons, any kind of animation, any kind of movie that you love. I mean, like, I actually looked up the definition of non sequitur for anyone who's curious. I'm very curious. But it's like, it's apparently like um, a line uh, after like a setup or a premise that doesn't relate to the setup at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Every cutaway gag from Family Family Guy, Guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I was thinking about it like most, like, what I had in my head like wasn't really what a non sequitur was I thought it was just like a a line that was just thrown in like with no context yeah which is not necessarily what a non sequitur is but one of those lines that I like I told you about this before was like um, the bit in Lisa Goes to Washington where she starts she like gets accepted to the speech contest in Washington DC and they have, they have to talk about like America and how America is fucking great and stuff and the first scene in the 
in the speech hole, it's like in the speech hole, the first scene is like a parent and a child in the corner, and um, the kid's just done a speech or something, and the father's like, We the purple, what the hell was that? <laughs> so fucking. <laughs> I like it. Tony, Eddie Family Guy. So, second time. Um, what was I gonna say? I was I was on a to kind of prepare for this. I was on a, a binge watching old cutaway gags from Family Guy. All the comments are the same on every single one. If this was new Family Guy, it would just be like blah 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 blah, and like what they're saying is the new ones suck, I guess. But the old cutaway gags, I don't know. They were more like tame. They were. So in a way, they were really good. I'm trying to think. Um, what the fuck? Was there was one. It was like really. It was very silly, but it was like the Brady Bunch or something. Have you seen that? And he's like, he's like, Meg, because, what the, what the hell? He's like, the son, the dad's talking to the son. He's like, Chris you know, is. yeah, he's like, no, 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 not Chris, not Chris. In the, in the gag. Like the Brady oh, okay. Bunch dad is talking to the son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, because you were, um, because you cheated on your test, you have to go spend three hours in the pit of snakes. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, oh, darn it. And then the... the, the hey, because you tattled. Because you tattled, you have to spend four hours in the chamber of fire. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh. No, I do remember. That's a good one. Uh, just like silly, silly ones like that. Or even one that's... Doing when his head's normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're not my mom. You get over the. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, yeah, are you alright? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're alright. Yeah, they're feel fine. <laughs> just, that, just that it's not overdone. Yeah. Yeah, like, so like it seems like now, shock value it, it feels right now, like, right? You know. I mean, not saying cutaway gags are the be all and end all, but there is definitely a shift to where now it's like you expect it to be more extreme. Mm-hmm. Where in, as in before it was, you know, if you watch them now, it's more refreshing, I guess. One of my favorite ones is I think he's talking to Lois about how he's an, an outlaw and he doesn't play by the rules. And the cutaway gag is like Peter standing there looking around and the sign above him says no loitering. <laughs> 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 and, like, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's uh, a restraint and a very. It's like, what can we do with the least amount of effort to make this funny? Right, but the, in, in a way, you have to be, you have... You have to think a lot. You have to, to think that. about it, right? Yeah. Instead of just, okay, just have Peter, like, shoot at people, haha, or just, you know, yeah, 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 something like that. It's like, okay, how could we make this, like, quick, funny, quiet, boom. My favorite with The Simpsons, I'll go to The Simpsons, who is, it's the, uh, the cat burglar episode <laughs> and it's like it's already established that Homer has a vigilante group because the police can't protect them so it's like cut away to the family dinner table and it's him giving a story that has nothing to do with the story <laughs> and he's like and so I said listen buddy your car was already turned over and as for your grandma she shouldn't have mouthed off like that <laughs> and it's so this it's day, so genius I look at that and I laugh <laughs> Because just of the horrible implication of it, like walking his grandma. Uh, it's one of my favorite lines ever. Like non sequitur, just has nothing to do with the setup. <laughs> I feel terrible not not being in on the on the Simpsons. You gotta oh, get man, into it. You can't. It's not that bad. The first eight seasons. Too. No, I don't think it's. I reckon bad. like you know, even like up to ten. Like it, nine has some really good bits in it too. Yeah. Like, but that's like leading into the next topic, right? How like uh, 
Ooh, like nice. how long? Niceness. Smooth. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> how long is like too long for a comedy show to go on, right? Well, and I mean, then... even even Family Guy. You know, talking to we were just talking about. I guess this is like the perfect segue in a way because I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I guess Family Guy does this, but in terms of the cutaway gags, right? They have to. They maybe they feel like they have to get more extreme because it's like. Okay, we, we pushed it this far, now we can only just keep pushing it. And they feel like they can't go back because it's not as explosive. <laughs> Do, but, but don't you find like it's because the writing team doesn't stay consistently the same? That, that too, I think. Even, even yeah. with Seth, because I've heard good things about Seth. And obviously he has fucking talent. He's been able to do all this stuff. Um, but yeah, I just think that, you know, the writing team that plays a big part, it's always changing. Yeah, because there was that big, uh, I read like a, it's like a comprehensive article that this one guy did about Simpsons called like Zombie Simpsons and how it like, how it went from like really good to like really horrendous and like one of the like biggest factors is like the writing process of The Simpsons was so grueling that you could only have a showrunner, like a person running the show for two seasons yeah, before yeah. they just like, I can't do this anymore and like they had like uh, about four different sets of like writing teams and so like one went from like one season to fourth season and then it's like fourth to eighth season and then by the time the tenth season came around like none of the original staff or the most of the replacement staff were there anymore so it was just like and then it just went down so like yeah um, but it's amazing how they managed to keep the quality consistent for like eight seasons. I, I would argue that there's a, there is one show that has stayed consistent throughout the entire time. It's South, South Park. Park. Yeah, well, yeah. South but Park. I mean, their their writing process is pretty. Because uh, it's Matt and Trey Parker just shooting an idea and then doing that. Well, I mean, they do. They have a small team that rotates, but I think because it's them too, yeah. always there. Yeah. No, yeah. Just filming us. <laughs> So, no, they thought we were filming them with the cameras. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, because they're always there, I feel like that's why the quality is good. Because even if they hire someone who's not willing to push push the envelope, you know, they'll they'll kind of probably force them to do it. I think. You know, all well, these ridiculous ideas. That there's integrity with. too, right? Those guys, Matt and Trey Parker, could have easily cast in. Oh, they could have, for sure. They, they stood by their show and what they wanted to do, which is cause disruption. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is yeah. ultimately paid Since off. Since day one, yeah. I mean, again, they, they, they do want to do more, and they've talked about it, but it's just, you know. Dude, Basketball was a good movie. Basketball. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Basketball is really good. Basketball is a lot of fun, yeah, yeah. And on a more adult note, Orgasmo is a great movie, too. <laughs> I've never, never seen it, but... Orgasmo is fucked up. Team man. America, that's the, that's the America, classic. Yeah. Oh, my that's God. That's really cool. That's a quotable one, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a point. I think there's a point, like, consistent in almost every... Or, like, every... Like, at least good comedy... Like, a good comedy that kind of went off the wagon is, like... Because you've done so many stories for so many seasons, yeah, um, the characters have to get more outlandish. I don't necessarily think they have to be outlandish, but like pretty much everyone takes it in that direction. Like even Seinfeld, like all of Seinfeld is good 
the finale is arguably, you know, um, but like pretty much all of Seinfeld is consistently good. But even in season eight and nine, there's like a clear shift of like the characters just like do like such outlandish. Yeah, they get wacky. Um, and like, like um, most of the time, I actually kind of like that, like, because uh, it's a bit fresh, and like, as long as it's not completely uh, separate from what the character was. Yeah. Like the good thing about George is he's like he starts off like he's trying to get away with like small shit, but he still feels bad about it, and then it's like he's trying to get away with bigger shit and bigger shit. He still kind of feels bad, and then it just like the kind of it's this gradual kind of shift of like. He feels less bad the more bad shit he's trying to get away <laughs> yeah. with, kind of thing. Whereas, like, and so it, like, comes to a head in season nine where, like, um, he doesn't want to quit his job. And if he goes to work every day, he gets paid. And he's just, and, like, they've offered him severance, but he chooses never to quit I'll just out of principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> like, and then, of course, the company goes bankrupt and he gets no money. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's just like, and he's like kicking in vents to like get into his office and shit. <laughs> like, like, or like, or like when he quits and he goes back. <laughs> that happened to uh, Larry David, right? Really? Yeah. No, that's what that story is based off. Yeah. Um, Larry David. That happened to Larry David. Um, he quit Saturday Night Live because he hated it and he yeah. didn't get any of his sketches on. He got like one yeah. in like one year. Yeah. One of his written sketches, and he was just like. Fuck this! I hate this. I, I quit. This is bullshit. Like all these other sketches, like minus, like mine are better than a lot of these and stuff. And you haven't put any of these. I hate this shit. And he quit. And then Candy Kramer, his neighbor, was like, well, "Why don't you just go back on Monday?" <laughs> 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 and like, so he goes back, and he's like, and they were just like, they had the conversation. They were like, "You, but didn't you quit?" And he was like. No, no, that was just a. I was just angry that day. It was fine, <laughs> and they just let him come back. <laughs> but the funny thing is, what happens to George? Like, they just like tell him to fuck off immediately. Yeah, yeah sorry, you quit. Get out of here. Um, but sorry. But I was gonna say that the whole the whole thing of that, right? Slanderization mm-hmm. is, I guess, what the internet has coined. Can you like explain the Ned Flanders thing? Cause I don't. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know the term like specifically, but I think it's like um, either that uh, Flanders has changed so much from that what he was that he no longer kind of he just represents like a caricature of himself. Well, that yeah, that's what it is, right? Or so, yeah, or like they've made him like so one track that again he represents a character of himself. No, but right. like, you could be a one track character, but ultimately there's. There's factors to that character. There's there's a little bit of initial depth of how that character would react. Mm-hmm. But when it when that character you you nailed it becomes a mockery of itself. Mm-hmm. That's flatterization. Basically watered down. Yeah. Even like the the biggest like uh, the biggest kind of crime of this was like the Armin Tanzarian episode. Oh, I hate that of episode. The, of the yeah, yeah. like with Skinner and like yeah. So it turns out, like, this is a bit of like a spoiler, but like, it's kind of good to know, because like, so you're prepared for it. Because if you're not prepared for it, then you fucking hate it you even hate more. The episode. But uh, like, it's the episode it's the principal, where, right? It's yeah, like not really him or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, it caused, and it caused like a whole bunch of problems. Yeah, and yeah. They're like, oh, it's okay as long as he's been Mister Whoever for this long, right? That's yeah, yeah. 
So like, it just completely undoes his entire character narrative and just like shits all over it. Like, yeah, um, I don't know why they would do that. Yeah, yeah I've heard about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like even it. people, like you were saying season one to eight is really good. Yeah. But I still think season nine's good because uh, like middle of eight kind of, they started getting more zany. Yeah. But like, I still think nine's really good. Like nine has the bit with um, Lionel Hutz as a real estate agent. Yeah. And like, uh, he's like, telling Marsh to sell houses and like they'd have that like police chief bit like <laughs> a destroyed house a wrecked police cruiser <laughs> that's one of your favorite points <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're out of line <laughs> I've had it with you renegade <laughs> ways since yeah. you're a loose cannon <laughs> well I mean uh, season 8 uh, I think 9 or 10 has the Navy episode yeah I love that episode too Navy's great but it's as it's going on it becomes like well Homer became jerk ass Homer and I think Peter became jerk-ass Peter, Well, that's, too. that's the thing, right? Like, because now Peter's very one-track, where it's, like, everything's, like, either overly violent with him, he just tells Meg to shut up every time. Yeah. Whereas in the earlier seasons, they actually have, like, a relationship, as opposed to not just shut up Megan. Yeah, like, he would, he would, like, he would want to kill Megan, but the funny part was, like, his inner thoughts would be there. Like, I think of uh, that moment in Family Guy where, like, they moved to Lois's family estate, and he pretends to be a rich aristocrat and like Brian has to break one of his Star Wars glasses to knock him out of it <laughs> but like that whole episode new Peter would never act that way he would just be a jerk be stupid as hell and go on with it whereas this old Peter had like there was a sense of morality yeah yeah there there was but that's that's gone they've become caricatures like Brian was kind of like supposed to be the straight man right yeah of that entire show now he's just like the liberal mouthpiece and just always yeah that's what happened so. to Lisa Lisa was the sensible intellectual character and now she's just become like a liberal mouthpiece <laughs> and that's there's nothing wrong with that if that was your intent for the character it's just it's not funny anymore yeah, because yeah, the relatability is gone. Who am I and relating same to? with like Jerkass Homer, right? He would just like insinuate himself into like any situation at the drop of a hat just yeah. because you can like have shots of him like falling or like getting into accidents or like, you know. So like I think um, like in the later seasons, like the arcs are always Homer gets a new job or like Homer insinu insinuates himself, insinuates himself into someone else's life for almost no reason, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird, and there's some characters that I don't need to know about. Like, one of my biggest beefs with The Simpsons is that they always try to dive into characters that I don't really care about. Like, Groundskeeper, really, I, I don't want to know much about him. I just want him to rip off his shirt, be all buffed and shit, <laughs> and attack animals and stuff. <laughs> I don't want to know, like, you know, this is how he feels with Bart or Lisa. He's got a conflict with him. I don't need that. I don't need to know about Otto and his bullshit. I just see the bus driver is always high. Let it be. Yeah. There, there are some... Yeah, yeah. Just let them be the mob. Yeah, right? As they say here in Japan. Like, I was... Uh, Greatest show ever that I didn't ever watch, Draymon. No. Have you guys ever watched Doraemon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doraemon, yeah. I, Unfortunately, yes. Do you not like it? No, not but I have I'm, I'm doing it for the, okay. I'm, no, for no, the, I like for, it. For the vocabulary. I like it, but it's just like the voice acting. Oh, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> I hate the main character, though, because he's the worst. You well, know Nobita's, a Nobita's the worst. Like, you know how when you watch a show, right, and you're like, 
oh, I want the main character to do good. After like well, two episodes, like this guy sucks. Like all like this guy's legit. He's the best. <laughs> like him and you know, the, the writing goes. He makes a mistake, doesn't learn anything, things go back to normal. That's it. That's it. Every fucking episode. It, and by the end, you want to strangle. It is for kids, though. I do. I have to point this out for people who don't but, know. Uh, but it's, then, it's, it's but, supposed to teach kids lessons. But shouldn't that know? go the other way? Like, if he's never, if he's never like punished for his mistakes. No, he, he usually is, though. Okay. I mean, not not always, but they're they're like the one episode that was just on was he was like tattletaling on his friends because they had failed their exams. <laughs> And so he put like their entrance exams to kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they got zero points. You know, that's the thing, right? You don't you either pass with a hundred or you get zero in, in in these fantasy animes. But like he put like these badges on him, so their moms were always looking for him and they were hiding. So Nobita was being a tattletale and and finding all. Of and them. then and then the next scene, he gets so, hit by a car. So eventually, <laughs> Well, no, they figure out what was going on, and they, they trick him, and then they all yeah, they beat him up pretty much, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he fails a test, and so then his mom looks for him. Okay, so, to be fair, I haven't watched all the episodes, and there is like two, three animes, so there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds yeah, of episodes. It's like, how long has he been going for, like four decades or something? It's something like, like that, yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. And uh, I but like it has the, the comedy to I do like Shin Chan. Yeah. Shin Chan's funny. Uh, it's on again, off again, right? It, it depends. Shin Chan's got some good ones, but Doraemon is. Oh, this stuff. That's okay. What is it? Stuart's face is full. What? You gotta delete your porn out there, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, it. <laughs> so that Futurama joke, like, uh, he's clearing someone's laptop or something, and it's like, uh, deleted files, along with 400 terabytes of porn. <laughs> <laughs> or something ridiculous. going for we're still talking about Doraemon yeah yeah I was gonna say um, uh, no it's good it's good stuff. it's good for your Japanese to pick up a lot of uh, words on it because again it's for kids so but there, there, there is some things in there that like, oh you put this in there for the parents watch <laughs> like nothing like overly crazy but it's just like oh okay I see what you did there like there's one, it was just very silly. Like you would think Nobita would be like, like one thing I do like is he's 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 very naive. He's like a kid. You know, I hate when they have like the shows where like the kids like understand sexuality, and they're like chasing after the girls and they're like five years old. Like he he likes Shizuka, just because she Dude, like has a lot of sorry, go on. just because she'll like help him with tests and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's the one thing because there's the door, the Doko Demo door. <laughs> So, he <laughs> opens it up, he's like, we we're going to Shizuka's house. And he opens the door and she's in the bath. And she's like, no, he's not. And he's like, he's like, I'm sick of you always being in the bath every time I come here. So next time you better get out. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And she's like. It's like the absolute opposite of like. Of what you would expect. Short and stuff like, about. Oh, yeah. it's you. No, he, he's like, he like flips out on her and she's like, what? <laughs> So, in that way, it's refreshing. Mm. But, you know, again, it's like the characters are very much caricatures. Mm. And they're, you know. But I suppose, like, they start off that way, so it's like. Right. Makes sense. Right. So, I think, um, 
I think if it starts off that way, it's one thing, yeah. But when you have like an episodic kind of TV show, mm-hmm. and the character shifts are very big, like again, I, I know you guys don't watch it, but one of my favorite shows, Boy Meets World, the characters are very. Boy Meets World. World. Wow. I got you. Okay. Did you ever watch it or no? Yeah. Uh, I gotta watch that. Yeah. Watch I feel that. like we gotta just like each give each other lists of shit to watch so we're all caught up on everything. You're gonna give me the Monty Python and I'll give you the entire series. Tony's uh, went back to America. Uh, he didn't want to... He didn't want to do the podcast You're gonna get as far away from the podcast as possible. We don't know why. Um, no, it's... Uh, like the, Again, it starts off very realistic. Corey's... Uh, you know, he's a middle schooler, but his, his, the adult characters Corey. have... Sorry. It was a bit delayed. <laughs> the name Corey. No, no, no. He's, from, he's from Pennsylvania too, if you couldn't get more. <laughs> he is exactly as you imagine. <laughs> but it's like, the characters seem to have some sort of depth to them, but, it, but as the show went on, the people in charge figured out, oh, if we kind of one-track all of them, Corey becomes like, relatable protagonist to kind of like overly spastic. In situation, Sean becomes like the kind of rebel with home problems, so just like, like out the edge. Out <laughs> the edge. <laughs> oh yeah, Topanga becomes like the weird, like she's like the weird girl who becomes, you know, like smart. She's like weird and smart, right? But and then she becomes like, I don't even know. Again, a, like a very extreme version of what there's, she used to be. There's got to be a psychology to that, right? Because sooner or later, people start feeling uncomfortable if your character doesn't have clear motivations. And I think most writers take that clear motivation to like start writing a character as a cliche. That's what I think South Park has avoided because these characters evolve. Like, and they knew the characters as well. Like They knew them from day one. Yeah, right? Randy Marsh owning his own weed farm. <laughs> And like season 22, 23, just going full in. Like they moved there. Yeah, but it doesn't feel out of character. It doesn't, right? At all. Because because you've already... But even in the earlier episodes where Randy's... Because Randy, I don't know. Like there are times when he's like very much the voice of reason. And then other times you're just like... He's the exact opposite. (laughs) (laughs) But even like now, even now he's like that. Like he, he can do both. Like in the earlier episodes, I guess it's a little bit more tame, but Randy still like says and does ridiculous things. I would argue, I'd go on a limb and actually George Martin, R. Martin, to kiss my ass about this. I would say that Matt and Trey Parker are brilliant writers. They don't get enough credit. For does he their, does he not think that they're good writers? No, because they poke fun of Game of Thrones and somebody approached him and he's like, "Those guys are hacks." I'll tell you, like. The real writing was like Shakespeare. He made some weird <laughs> shit. Well, I mean, at least they can stick to their deadlines. Uh, because, like, he got upset that they poked fun of Game of Thrones, and they said they're kind of getting tired of, like, like you know, Game of Thrones is pretty much just these, like, it's a hack job. It's like, let's put, like, ancestral characters, dragons, shit like that. It's all the same thing. Mm. And they kind of... Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, go on. Do you know his writing process? No. It's actually phenomenal. I've and I George mean that, Armani. Yeah, and I mean that kind of sarcastically. Because, oh, good, good. Okay, go on. We're going to be great friends. No, because he hasn't written the latest book. Like, he's been promising the latest book for the last, well, like, five years. Well, that's he's fucking fat. Right? What is he doing? Well, I mean, he's just sitting there. Again, I, I understand it. Like, it's, it's hard to follow up the hype, and you want to make sure it's good. But at the same time, 
Um, he'll be like, yeah, I just wrote characters with the same names because, and like, you know, blah, 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 and like, oh, I don't even remember all the characters I write, and this and this, and it's like... Dude, he, all of the characters okay. that are having like weird sexual relations are like 14, 15 year olds in the books. Let's just make that clear. And this is a guy, a 400 pound guy in Jersey, who wears like a Kangol hat. I thought he lived in Texas. No, no like, he's from Mexico. Jersey. No, he's from Jersey. Man. I thought he lived in somewhere else. But yeah, he probably lived somewhere where he could have weird fantasies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I would think Jersey would be the place to have those fantasies, <laughs> but I guess. I but like, know. this guy is not like the end all be all. And I hate every single person. I hate the culture of people suddenly just getting so attached to something without really getting it. Yeah, like doing well, research, right? Well, that's like because that is because of the absence of God in the modern world, and people are. You <laughs> what know, could argue? No, in all honesty, religion talks. <laughs> religion, religion talks. Uh, but yeah. I mean, there, there is this. We do have a because of the way where it's weird, right? We are connected more than ever. Yeah. And yet, celebrity worship seems to be at like an all-time high. Yes. Even though on the same. In the same, like, I don't know, on the flip side, you understand how celebrities are more and more. So, like, it's, it's only, like, for some people. It seems Dude. to be the people who are more private yeah. seem to be, like, worship. Like, you know, like John he's... John Reeves, yeah. Right. I love, I love him. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great guy. It, well, it's interesting. <laughs> we don't know, but he's great. <laughs> well, because we have both, right? We have, like, oh, wow, that person's like that? Oh, my gosh. But then... Well, Army Hammer eats people, so whatever. <laughs> he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a little carnivore, yeah. But, you know, whereas back in the past, like, Carnival. nobody no. could really talk Cannibal. to celebrities. Cannibal. So. He's Who? a great guy. He's a great guy. Who is it? Uh, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Arnie? Army. Is it Army? Army, Army Hammer? Army Hammer. That was like an Army. Army's Hammer? Like yeah, a... like from the Lone Ranger and I, I don't know any other fucking movies ever been in. I, I don't know. Oh, uh, the Lone Ranger, yeah. He, he, his text messages came out with him and some other girl where he talked about uh, cannibalism. Awesome. And he's so into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Hey, why? you know what I'm into? Cannibalism. Yeah, I just like to, yeah. Eat people. Just have but, a bit of a munch. I had a bit. Can I, oh my god. I had a bit, but I couldn't do it. Because it veered, I didn't know how to finish it, but I had a bit that veered into Army Hammer, actually. The real headline was, I don't know if you guys read the text message. Ar- 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 Army Hammer I didn't eats even his own words? No, no, no. The, the real thing was like, I don't know if that, <laughs> that would be a great punchline, but like, have you ever read these messages? So I don't know how people are saying that he's a cannibal, because if you read them clearly, he's saying, I love to eat dick. <laughs> and it's just like... All oh, right, so like the sexual and cannibal confusion. I wanted to do a bit like that, where it's just like I'm just going into really gay territory, and both of you be like, "Oh, that's so cannibalism. That's so fucked up." But I couldn't, I couldn't execute it. I didn't have the time to think and write it through. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you could, could totally. You couldn't uh, come to a conclusion. You could totally, yeah. <laughs> But that was the bit. It was like, you know, Army Hammer sent a message to his girl. Yeah, I love eating dick. People are like, cannibal. <laughs> That's how we are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Arnie is a cannibal. cannibal it would be, it'd be fine if he was gay, but cannibal. <laughs> yeah. That's so wrong, right? But, um, shit, I forgot, man. There was, there was a whole bit. We were on George R. R. Martin. Yeah, well, no, no, it's good. You're talking about George R. R. Martin. Uh, His writing process. 
Well, yeah, no, he, like, it seems like he just literally wings it. So let I me hate that. You. I fucking, when I think it, about it riders really that wing it, it's just like, <laughs> now that I actually ride it, and I'm, uh, now that I'm actually riding stuff, and I'm just like, but winging it, okay. I okay. can't fucking imagine. Okay, like, I will say this. I, I mean, I'm not like a writer or anything, but I've written something, so I, I do understand. You know, I'm not good with out like outlines are okay for me, but I, I feel like eventually as I oh shit, yeah, eventually as I go through it, I will end up changing it from the outline anyway, based on like the mood of how I'm feeling as I write something. So I can understand that if he wants to wing it because maybe it's just easier than. No, yeah, but like, but uh, there the way a, there's a bit of. Like, I don't know. Y- yeah. Okay. Like, the way you said it, like, winging it as, like, you know, like, and it's just, like, oh, I don't remember the characters that I've written, and, like, dude, like, have your respect for your own fucking work. Right. Okay, like, yeah, that's, well, yeah, yeah. the yeah. showrunners that ran his show had no idea what they were doing either. So, kind of... <laughs> well, I mean, they wanted their Star Wars thing, and then they got fired anyway, so... It's, <laughs> yeah. Those are the two most moronic writers. That's what motivates me and you to, like, fucking do a movie. Those guys... Prodigy did, 4. Yeah, <laughs> This yeah, September. Yes. Uh, have we told you about Prodigy? Oh, it's a great. So the basic, well, I mean, the I'm, basic waiting, I'm waiting for these scripts that haven't come. Uh, Look, listen, he's winging it, all right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I just killed off a character that I spent the last you, five episodes building. No, no. But before um, you start shit on George R. R. Martin, I'll shit on his fat ass. We gotta. <laughs> no, but the, I met him. Can I tell you that? You met him. Is that why you don't like him? Yeah, I actually met him. How was he though in person? <laughs> He was actually a really nice guy. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Here's the thing. He came, uh, so I used to work at, at Nelvana, uh, which is um, an animation company back in Toronto. We oh, had a radio yeah. station, a TV station. I actually met Taylor Swift, Foo Fighters. I met George R. Martin. It was wild, but I was like way over my head. So none of it really <laughs> registered. And I remember we met, and there was an animation lead guy. And I think his name was, if I remember correctly, it was Brad. And this guy was Brad. super cool. He was he like graduate in 2004 with Corey. This guy <laughs> had like a massive beard. With Corey beard. and Steve. Massive no, it was Corey beard. and Sean. Corey and Sean, yeah. I was going to say Sean, and then I was like, uh, I he missed was, it. I he missed was a guitar it. player. He knew how to shred. But the thing about him what was great was he, he knew how he to be... He, he knew how to be sarcastic. And so we met George R. R. Martin. And this is like right season one's hitting. People going nuts. Nobody's really heard him talk. And we walk right up to him. And he goes, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and it blew his mind. Uh, and he's like, dude, did you hear him talk? And we spent the rest of the day just trying to do his voice. He had the weirdest voice. He was, he, he's like a huge you, man. So you don't expect that voice coming from that That's guy. It's like David Beckham. You look at him and he's like, oh, I'm David Beckham. And like, what the fuck are you? Uh, it was weird. He had a weird voice. Um, nothing weird about him. He's just very like. Um, he looks like a shut-in. He acts like one. He doesn't. He, he. I think he very much is one. Yeah, he's not like a very social person. Oh, thank you so much. Would you like about my book or, or like trying to be a person? He's just like sitting there and he. He looks like he's. He's not in his element. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, well, it's interesting. I used to for a while. I was listening to like different interviews from him and uh, Stephen King. And, Ooh, you know, Stephen King is. Yeah, he's an interesting fella, and uh, <laughs> you know, George is like, how do you write so much? Because I mean, Stephen King's pumping out like 600 page books like every month, <laughs> literally. He does a so, ritual to the devil, the devil comes <laughs> and writes. He yeah, he, it's he's the same devil that he did to deal with Paganini, yeah, <laughs> for the violin skills. <laughs> 
That's I love why you're comic. I love the legend of Paganini. <laughs> that's why you're comic. I don't know that much about Paganini, but that salient fact is just like that's brilliant. <laughs> Go on. But yeah, no, I mean I respect Stephen King because he he gets his books out, and you know, sure there might not be you know the phenomenon that Game of Thrones is, but he does. He has obviously had hits. It and The Shining and whatever. I mean, even though they're different from the, the books, but it's like, uh, yeah, George seems like in awe by this guy. Yeah. And it's like I kind of see why he actually finishes well, his shit. King <laughs> like, actually, uh, there's a there's a thing to be said in how you lead your life too. King actually takes care of his health, his mindset, his contacts, people around him, and it's reflective on who he is as a person. Martin, like, if you look at this guy. He, he barely takes care of himself. Yeah, so, so he, the rumors are like he looks like 20 years older than he actually is, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He looks that, run down, man. No, that weight gain will do it to you. It's like, uh, did you ever hear of the Heart Attack Burger Shop? It's some place in the States. It's, just, um, it's a good example of people looking older than they do. There was, uh, I think there still is. It's called like, yeah, I don't remember what the thing is, but they, they had like these like super greasy burgers. Yeah. And the guy who owns the joint, the main chef, he was actually a doc. I think he was actually a doctor. I don't know for sure, but <laughs> but he makes these burgers that and they have like the craziest name, like the triple bypass burger and like all this oh, stuff. Oh, dude, I've heard of this. Yeah. And he had like this one guy as a spokesman. They gave him free burgers, and the guy was grossly overweight. And he should have had the Jared. That's the way to get him. And he, and he, he ended up dying from a heart attack. <laughs> and they got a new spokesman. This, this overweight guy, but this overweight guy, if you look at him, he's 28, but he looks like he's almost like 50. Shit, man. Just his face alone, and um, yeah, the, the doctor, doctor, um, the guy who owns the place is like, the, the news is trying to make him feel bad, you know, like, why, why are you doing this? You know this will like, kill people and whatever. He's like, yeah, no, he's like, I tell people not to eat this, but if they want to eat it, then come and eat it. I mean, I'm not there. I'm not their daddy. <laughs> Damn. This, it reminds me of The Simpsons where they had like that disgusting burger. Homer's going through like diet problems and Lisa's like, I gotta help him. And it's like, we first take bacon and then top it off with sausages, cream cheese, blah, blah, blah. And it like goes on. <laughs> and Homer's just like, oh. And he's like, we call it the good morning burger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Oh. And I love like the sultry, they always do the same sexy sultry voice yeah, yeah, for yeah. every <laughs> ad. We get two layers of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, every can I, ad. Can I tell you another non sequitur I love? Bark's sitting and watching TV and it's an ad for a soda can. And it's like, finally, the great taste of Worcestershire sauce in a soda. Mmm, <laughs> steaky. <laughs> <laughs> This has like nothing to do with it. It just gets me every time. No, a non sequitur, right? Um, they're watching the bit where they're watching Knight Rider, and Marge is like, "No, stop watching TV. It's family album time." And she opens the family album, and the first picture is of them watching <laughs> Knight Rider. <laughs> <laughs> and she's there, just like, "Oh, oh memories." So good. Well, I had a, a thought while we were talking about celebrity worship and, and the holier-than-thou movement. Um, and there's two moments that kind of, like, cement my hatred towards all of this. And I think it was, like, when... Uh, do you remember the TV show New Gods or something like that? It's like, some graphic novel fucking... I think it's a Neil Gaiman book. And Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. Oh, okay. No, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond is a singer, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he writes books? <laughs> Uh, so it was it was like about like these like 
I don't know. It's, it, the point is, there was a scene in this mo- in this TV series on HBO where a guy's eating out a woman, and she's like some weird goddess, and she, she, she like envelops him in. Pretty weird horror scene, but you don't get to see anything like that. But I remember just Twitter filled with like moronic people. Yas, queen, and just like all that goes into that thing. And it's just like, I was like, what are they talking about? And I watched it and I went, well, that was kind of weird. I didn't get it. And, and again, it just goes to the testament of, I bet you, I bet you, all of the people going off on it, all of the people were like, yes, women. It made no sense to me because if you watch this series, it makes no sense. You wouldn't be applauding it that way. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be saying those things. And I think a lot of these people go to what you were talking about, like when you have nothing in your life, absolutely nothing, devoid of any religion, spirituality, uh, way to better the environment, when you have nothing and all you have is this inflated ego of I am a minority and therefore I deserve gimme, gimme, gimme. You start like... You don't even necessarily have to be a minority though to have... No, you don't. You, you you shoehorn yourself into it. Yeah. Uh, white women is not yeah. a minority, but they act like yeah, they yeah, fucking yeah. are. Yeah. And it's just like, all of a sudden, it's just like these people don't know it. We were talking about something that really chives me, with me, which is, I uh, I believe that the... Uh, we're talking about gaming. Uh, Final Fantasy versus like Resident Evil. Why is one remake in so much like Discourse versus Resident Evil 2? Why is just generally people love it? I love Final Fantasy VII Remake because I played the game where I saw the first game being played a lot. And I think a lot of the people that have an opinion on Final Fantasy VII Remake not being good didn't really play the game. And a lot of people, why does Resident Evil have such a low rate of people like, oh, I wouldn't have done the remake this way. It's because a lot of the people that love that franchise get to play it. Actually, That's hardcore fans. And they played I, Resident Evil 2 and probably I will say this. Right? Uh, there's something I forgot about. Um, yeah. Before 2 came out, they did say that it wasn't going to be an exact remake. Yeah. They said it was going to be different. And like, which I feel like seven, maybe people felt trick. Uh, yeah. It's literally called Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah, and like, um, it's like wait a minute, did, like they went along the way, right? They were like, through, throughout development, they were gonna be like, oh, we're gonna do over the shoulder, like Resident Evil Four, and everyone's like, right. holy shit, Resident Evil Four is awesome, also. Like, there's gonna be parts not in. I think there were there were people, you know, upset the giant spiders weren't back, but. <laughs> Giant spiders are pesky, man. <laughs> they They're so pesky. Apparently, it wasn't realistic enough, I guess. <laughs> the Giant spider. But the alligator in the sewer. That was one they were gonna get rid of, actually. Oh, dude, I, they, that, they, that moment is so good. They wanted to get rid of it. They were like, they were so like, yeah, good. we don't think we can fit this in. And then someone in the staff or fans were like, no, bring back the alligator. <laughs> you need that. You need the giant alligator. <laughs> I mean, I think the Doom community is good in that way too, because like a lot of the people that have an opinion play the game, and I think a lot of people that actually watch TV shows and don't do engage in celebrity worship actively consume the whole content. And then yeah, they can actually, and they're they're more likely to form like a constructive opinion, right? Right. I mean, you don't have to love Game of Thrones or hate it, but like you know, shitty writing when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like as evidenced by at least the last like season seven to eight was just like right i haven't even watched it because i just know it's bad and i can quote it i could go on twitter i'll find it for you final episode same lot of people 
oh my god, did you see the, uh, the symbolism? Daenerys walking the dragon wings, the dragons flying. Oh my god, so beautiful. Yas, queen. And it's the same shit. <laughs> I, I hate that word so much. I hate the phrase Yas, Yas Queen. Queen. I hate it. I hate slay. I hate Yas Queen. Slay never meant slay to look like a fucking diamond. Slay meant like kill. Mm-hmm. You mean at the end of the day, that's it. Stop oh, using you, it. You would you would hate to hear what the kids are up to now. My I cousin. Know. My cousin. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I think. Like he'll be like, oh my god, this your cousin Joey. No, 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 not him. <laughs> <laughs> your other cousin, Joey no. Jojo Shabaru. No, Joey is he's 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 way out of he's way out of the, the loop. The, he's, he's that's probably a good thing. Now? I don't know. He's doing uh, some stuff in LA. I think I don't. No, no, but like, what, what term is specific? Okay, so my younger cousin who's in high school, he he will always say he'll say <coughs> fake. Which means cool butter. Oh I mean butter. God. I've heard he'll be like, "Yo, get this new mix sandwich. It's mad fake. It's so fake." And I'm like, "What does that mean? <laughs> like fake uh, means it's not real." It's like okay. I get it. Like you already have a word for that today, right? It's like it's the shit. Like, yeah, it's yeah. the shit. It's dope. It's awesome. It's cool. Like why are we making? No, I'll up? even take it. Clutch. I'll take it. Clutch. <laughs> clutch. Yeah, yeah. No, but clutch is like. I, I always feel like clutch is you like when you just clutch. when you yeah. just get there. You're right, like, or, or someone does something for you in your hour of need. Uh, you, you, okay. have, you have no... I needed that McRib, that was so close. <laughs> well, well, more like, well, more like... Oh yeah, I guess so, you could say that. Or like, thanks for spotting me and got me that McRib, thank you. Like, I really wanted it. Yeah. And I, I didn't think I was going to get it, but... But fake is it? Fake is a thing, yeah. Cap is another one, which means... Which means, like, no exaggeration. How, do, how is it used? So if someone's like, man, this is the best thing ever, cap, which is like, you're full of shit. What the? F- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or you would say, or you'd say, man, this is the best thing ever, no cap. I think we need to destroy the internet, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? I think we need to destroy Gen Z, yeah. 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 They're pretty, they're coming up with some dumb uh, shit. There's stuff, there's stuff here in Japan, actually, uh, uh, someone was telling me, one of my students, and they were like, yeah, there's so many young, like, young girl, you know, young girls, right? Like the, the, what is it, the high school, like, college-age girls, I guess. They come up with, like, words that don't make sense, like, to, to, to take notes. You know how they say, like, memo, memo suru, suru is do, and um, they, like, shorten it. They say memoru. Oh, that sounds stupid already. Yeah, yeah, or, like, talking is, like, like, daburu. Dabudu or something. Or so yeah, I don't know. They like just added ru at the end. Of it. it works things for like Google. Like people will do. It's kind of cute, right? Guguru. Yeah. And it's like gugute, but it means to Google something because it's, it's funny because ru is a verb ending and then Google. So guguru would be how you romanize or say it in Japanese. So that's that's funny. I understand that everyone uses Google, but like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it reminds me of that. Like when they we start coming up with like words that aren't. You know, again, language is always evolving. I don't want to be the language police, like they are, <laughs> like over, the French, like yeah. the French or the you know the Spanish. No, but I, I guess. But they're at least not online in my face telling me some fucking episode really made their day. Well, yeah, so, I've kind of, yeah. Like so, online discourse is, is a mess. I'm done, man. But I'm it's fucking done. Total total tangent about this. Sorry, but I, the thing that's infuriating about this is. And again, now I'm starting to sound fucking sanctimonious, but like people don't read and don't even have like a 
people nowadays, I mean, let's be honest, how many people have, like, a real grasp of English? Like, of all of the... There's so many words already. Yeah. So to, like, make a... Like, take words that already have, like, a bunch of different... You know, and it's just... It's like a flavor of the month, right? You come up with a, you, you come up with a slang word, which is fine. But when you're like 25 years, you know, 25 or 30, and you're man, no cap, that was amazing. It's like that's stupid. Yeah, because that's like come like, um, like that's like we've already gone through that with like the the fag word, right? Yeah. <laughs> like we can't we can't say that yeah, anymore. I'm trying to bring it back and like that yeah yeah, and like uh, even in high school, like when someone like got like totally owned, right? Um, we used to say someone totally got raped. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you can't say that anymore. You can't say that. Yeah. I mean, we say wrecked. I mean, wrecked is okay because it's because it it sounds, you know, yeah, like relatable. But some of them like persist, right? Really yeah. yeah. It was angry, right? <laughs> 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 like, it's like, it's like it's no, and it's like, like the, there's the emphasis. Like there's just like the that guy got totally angry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but it was so bad. At the time, I, I like, got, in I got, hindsight. I got so all bad. that out in 2011. I don't say that anymore. <laughs> I got it's it out in 2004. <laughs> 20, 2011. I got it in 2004 <laughs> and it never left. <laughs> okay, 2004, 2004 is good, but 2011. That's 2011, Modern Warfare 2 era. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was oh, no, 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 sorry. 2009. Nine. I don't know why I thought 2011. 2009. Oh, nine. That was... I mean, it's not 04, <laughs> but... 04 is so much better. 04 is good, but 09, that's the, that's the next best one. Man, we should do that gaming talk. We yeah. should. We should, we should. But, uh, we, need, we need to have a studio. To wrap up, do you want to do, like, letters? Yes. Letters from people? Because yeah. I actually have a legitimate oh, letter wait, from, wait, a wait, real, so, from a real person. So wait, I have a question, though. Before we, you know, because I didn't, I didn't get your guys' opinion on it. So do you good, think... Cut off. Do you, okay. Good, good. We'll do letters later. Give me, give me the oh, thing. Okay. Right. Yeah, go on. Well, I'll, I'll wait for that. No, no, do you? Well, I was going to ask you guys oh. the question, so... Just ask me first, and then we can discuss whether Asana will ask the question or not. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, okay, let me just check the time on this. I don't know, I'm so paranoid. Okay, it's like G's turn. So, um... Okay, so, going back to the TV shows thing, do you think that... In order to sustain longevity, they need to rely on one-track jokes and characters to move the story forward? Or do you just think it's lazy writing? Yeah, it it becomes lazier, especially since if it's long-running and you've already put the characters through like a bunch of stories. Like, now The Simpsons just like any celebrity or any like modern thing that that happens, they'll just like roll the characters into it Mm -hmm. and they'll just act like characters, like... I think the point is like learn when to like end things. Oh, okay. And like you know, because Seinfeld was good. Uh, Seinfeld's like a, considered a classic comedy because it ended, right? Like it ended. And I think I think it's hard for people to grasp the ending. Because now it's all like it's all like oh we gotta like milk the money like if sure it's, if it's money let's just keep making it and we'll make more money. I mean South Park works because just the format allows yeah. for it I think to just be forever second. Yeah it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think because of the way South Park works it'll never go stale. But that's like a one in a million. When you have a show like The Simpsons or Family Guy that takes like a year to make an episode, mm-hmm. even with digital animation, it's like, okay. I think there should be an end. Like um I like, I think we talked about this, Gintama. Mm-hmm. I used to really like that show. And I, you know, when you're in the heat of the moment, you don't want the show to end, right? Like, if you're marathoning it or whatever. But 
you'll know your real feelings on a show when you stop watching it and then kind of like maybe go back to finish the rest oh maybe I should have probably ended this like you know when you kind of get over the initial like oh this is so good I never wanted to end and I think <laughs> right yeah and I don't understand like the section like going to that I don't understand the section of Simpsons fandom that like that will say like, oh, um, one to thirty-three. Like I've watched them all. Keep going. And it's like, have you not noticed the shift in quality oh, whatsoever? Right. Like, no, yeah. I agree. Uh, again, those people aren't really watching. Uh, I'd say if you're an avid consumer of the things, if you're conscientious about what you're consuming, uh, media-wise, there's a very clear understanding of what is substantial how to react to certain things. A lot of the discourse, a lot of the conversations I'm seeing out there, you know, people say, oh, it's, it's everyone has an opinion. No, I don't think so, man. If you really have like a fucking brain in your head, you can't be calling this moment that. You can't be saying this moment in a TV series is important it seems for women's like, rights. It seems like super, most of the time it seems like super reactionary, right? It is. Like it's just like, I've seen this, it's like, oh my god, it made me feel this instantaneously, like, I must get this out. We, like, need, to, we need to learn how to just sit on things. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like Bill Burr, again, we gotta quote him, our <laughs> boy, uh, where he was asked by the comedian, and he was like, you know, a lot of, a lot of people are pissed, uh, a lot of women were pissed about what you said on SNL. He's like, no, they weren't. It was just the ones they interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna interview the ones that didn't were weren't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like he immediately disarmed. It's like, yo, a lot of white women don't really care what I have to say, and it, that's what it's become. It's like, if that is true, and it is, the opposite can be true too. Like where a lot of these opinions about this being a great thing, that being a great thing, has no merit. Like, do you remember when Cats came out? Uh. <laughs> Uh, so my problem with it Jesus. was the movie was atrocious. It was downright embarrassing. Taylor Swift. To look at. Yeah, your queen Taylor Swift didn't even want to be part promoting this movie. Yet what I saw on tweets were people comparing it to Rise of the Skywalker. Not a great movie to compare it to either way, <laughs> but but at least one of the movies is finished, and that's Rise of the Skywalker. You feel like. And was I, it was it really cats no, is a never-ending nightmare there's a, there's a there's a there's rumors of the of the jj abrams cut oh my of, god of rise of skywalker really, really more lens players fucking but but, on, but honestly though the outline the the rumored outline it definitely sounded like it was a better movie it, but was. it, it was like three and a half hours apparently apparently i don't know i don't i don't know Ryan Johnson kind of screwed that whole franchise. But, I mean, one could say take it in a new direction. But but the discourse was... This is going to be... Don't even get me started on Star Wars talks. No, I think you and I would agree on a lot of things. I would. My, that, that's that cousin of mine, Joe. He fucking loves uh, Last Jedi. And I was like, dude, I don't... He just did, he didn't have to kill Luke. That's all I have to say. You just he could have he could have let that poor man live. Spoilers! I didn't know that. Oh shit! Okay, okay I haven't seen that's it. That's your fault. You yeah, watch the fucking movie. Yeah. It's been out for like six years now. I know. I know. <laughs> and yet we're tiptoeing around the Sonic movie. Okay, that just came out. All right, just uh, on, came out. On Nef- there's on a pandemic. Netflix. All right, everyone, uh, shut up! All right, uh, that was the first. That was the movie I was gonna watch. <laughs> this is what I in February, yes. before the pandemic started. <laughs> 
That was the last movie I could have watched, and I did the most highly highest grossing movie of Video game movie ever, actually. Video game movie ever and of 2020. More than Pokemon, which is nuts. Yeah, dude. Which is crazy. What, like the first animated Pokemon movie? No, the the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie. Dude, I even love that movie. I didn't see it. Oh, it's so bad. I'd like to. Did you see it? No. Watch it, because the ending got me. Okay. <laughs> it turns out Pikachu's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not far away from the... There's elements in there. The Pokemon kind of look grody and weird. Mm. But it is surprisingly touching and, and the ending makes sense. And I, I barely say that about video game movies, but it's like... You're like, holy shit, that's why. <laughs> yeah, like the Dragon Ball movie. Like, uh. oh. Well, you know, I'm glad that movie came out because if that never came out... Toriyama would have never got the ball rolling because he wrote the the animated movie um, Battle of Gods because he was so offended <laughs> by the Dragon Ball Evolution movie. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. He he never speaks out about anything. Like there's so many things that you could potentially speak out about in in the world of Dragon Ball. You know, GT for example, people hate it and blah blah blah. This was the one thing he was like, I was so offended by it, how bad this movie was. That out of my frustration, I wrote Battle of Gods. And I'm like, oh. Which started, which gave that Good series a proper. And then he like Nintendo. started off. That's like the the prequel to Super, right? Yeah. Well, essentially, yeah. yeah. That's what that's what kicked off. I was on Pat. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, so what what pissed me off is like a lot of these tweets. I'll give you an example, and there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just. You can't use that as a tool to heighten a movie that's utterly garbage. Yeah. And it is this woman is like, how many... So, you can go see Rise of Skywalker, or you could go see a movie that has an all-star Academy Award winning cast. <laughs> a gay I love that, like, that's the, that's the standard. A gay character that falls in love, has this musical number, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I hate about, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is another one. Right. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. That, like, that, that was it. I was pissed. I'm like, <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the other one that's guilty of the same thing. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a really funny show. It's not like bad or yeah. anything. Like, yeah. But um, it has like when it first came out, everyone was like, oh, I love it. It's so good. It's so progressive. And it's like, there's like a. It's so good because there's a gay character and he's more than just being gay. And yeah. It's like, it's just. It's like, well, that's what people are fucking supposed to be in the first place. Like. Don't celebrate something that's so obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In our society. And it's like, uh, and, like, and the show's primarily about like, the fact that it's just funny. Like, yeah. you know. It's like I think we do that with women. It's like you're not supposed to draw attention to the obvious facts. Mm-hmm. And I think we're doing that with everything else. Like, you know, if a woman does a good job, you good job. You're not supposed to be like, wow, for a woman, that was pretty good. <laughs> and that's what you're doing to these other things. Wow, yeah. for a gay character, that was fantastic. Surprise, that was surprisingly normal. He had so much. Good. I thought you were going to yeah. be like one of those guys from Queer Eye. <laughs> yeah. Here, here your dog sucking dick in front of the I'm camera. So <laughs> I'm so glad you're not like this overly. Oh my god, you're not camp? <laughs> I'm so glad you're not Metro or anything. Oh, jeez. And I think it's like, ah, uh, yeah. Isn't that double standard? And it's the same with Black Panther, right? Everyone was like, oh, it's such a great movie because it's like made by like an entirely black crew, an entirely black cast. It's so great. It's like such a 
big step for black people. It's like, the joy, of course, <laughs> like, a, of course, a movie set in Africa is gonna, like, you're gonna want to encourage, like, you know, African Americans and African people to make it. Yeah, like, it's so weird. obvious. Yeah, it's, it's very. Oh old. my god. It's like it, celebrating, like, steps in culture that it's just like, it's the well, wrong thing to well, kind of celebrate, it's, right? It's, like, uh, it's the bigotry of all expectations. <laughs> you know, your Queen Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande being part of this whole fucking scene. Ariana's never going to come out and say that she supports a child pedophile producer back in Nickelodeon. She's not going to say that. But, you know, every girl oh, is going to be the, like... The feet god? The yeah. god of foot? Yeah, Dan... Dan the... Dan, Dan the backdoor Dan slam the man Schneider. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, and, I mean, uh, and yet she is now the voice of women? Like, are you fucking uneducated? You fucking morons. You kids out there. Like, go look at the stuff. Try to so- search some stuff out. Why is this entertainer, this pruner, this moronic singer your voice of change and activism mm-hmm. right right why are you putting her on the same level as fucking i don't know chelsea clinton or whoever the fuck is that people want to talk about I, i'm just so angry mm. we're putting her up there we're putting taylor swift up there as like these she goddesses no bitch she wouldn't even look at you in the face because you're some oh. normie person no that's the thing we're, about taylor we're, swift that pisses we, we're gonna have to get out of here ah. they're, they're doing the they're, they're doing the go around oh, okay that's the thing about Taylor Swift, oh, though. Close one hour later now. Wasn't it ten before? Yeah, it was ten. <laughs> we're at okay, a- we're back. NHK Studios. We're back. <laughs> NHK Studios. But now you had a thought about Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's why I don't like Taylor Swift. It's because, um, like, people will love her and they'll say she's like the greatest musician ever. But like, if you actually look at all her, sorry, I don't know why I'm like. <laughs> You're like Jack through that umbrella. There's a real problem with Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's win, yeah. Um, no, but like, and then um, every like decision she makes uh, about like her business and her branding, always like it's never there's never a selfless decision. It's always associated with like furthering her own brand. Yeah. So like, if she pays money to someone, she'll pay the exact amount of money that like is the like with a couple of zeros that her album is or something or like you know like something ridiculous she like ariana grande lady got all of them they're fucking selfish self-absorbed people and what's sad is we've elevated these like women as like the champions of feminism just like how we've celebrated icons of of male you know success to harvey weinstein <laughs> and all these other fucking losers yeah. I I hate it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Before that, the Weinstein Company was known as like the greatest Oscar churning out thing ever, and <laughs> it was like, no, you had fucking monsters and weird rapists there, and you're doing the same thing again because now it's like, oh, we need to focus on women and gay people and minorities, and you're selecting inherently selfish, fucked up people for. <laughs> and then like, and when you're like. Uh... Or when certain people are like being praiseworthy of things, it's like already obvious, right? Like Black Panther example, yeah. And like the Brooklyn Nine Nine example, like yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and don't don't you just love it? If you didn't like Black Panther, then you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not like a movie? You're racist. <laughs> like, yeah, it was alright. Uh, I actually like it. I like it a lot. Uh, it's very shallow. Um, like argument, it's good, but it's not like great 
Yeah, I don't think it's like the greatest. It's not even the greatest superhero movie. It's good. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. mic drop. That's my fault. You literally dropped the mic. I know. That's what the. That's what. That's what they want you to do. I mean, it's not like the Dark Knight. <laughs> they want to silence you. It's not the Dark Knight. That's to me the greatest comic book movie ever made. Mm -hmm. The greatest Marvel movie for me would be uh, Winter Soldier. I love it. Winter Soldier is fantastic. It's a good movie. But in terms movie. of comedy, it's like Ragnarok, right? Oh, Ragnarok is also fucking good. But like Black Panther, I loved it, but it wasn't like again, I wasn't on the hype train. And again, all these, I would, I would argue, all these people that were voicing these opinions. A lot of them weren't black. <laughs> they, weren't. they weren't. They were just like fucking Karens and white people saying, oh, this is the greatest movie ever. It's like, no, dude, you can just be like, it's a good movie. Yeah. That's it. It's okay. <laughs> Nobody's going to call you a racist. Well, they uh, might actually. <laughs> These days, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, to switch over, unless you wanted to add any more. No, no. no I'm good. Yeah, no, to I'm switch good. over to our last segment, um, letters from the fans. Letters and from I the have, fans. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have a real letter yeah. from a real fan. Oh, nice. Um, oh, wow. They actually wrote it like a letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Holy uh, fuck, you, you actually came prepared. Wait, wait. I've got it downloaded. Um, hopefully my phone doesn't die. Oh, my God. <laughs> prepared talks. <laughs> um, here we go. All right, here's the letter. I'll hold it up to the camera. All right. Yeah. It's in reverse, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. it might be easier just to read it. Okay, so, well, you have proof that the letter exists. Um, which, you know, we do provide with all that other letters. Yeah. Um, so the letter goes like, Dear Comedy Guys, Long time listener, first time caller. I have a question for you. For you all. Which one of you is Vin Diesel? And which one is The Rock? <laughs> Sincerely, Fuck Cheryl. You. Fuck you, Cheryl. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So, which one would you classify as Vin Listen, Diesel? Listen, hear me one? out. You guys could have your opinions. The Rock works out for real. I work out for real. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already had it in my opinion that you were The Rock. Oh, that's so, so great. Yeah. Vin, who's, but then, hold, do you agree with that? Tony's like, no, who's, who's on The Rock? No, no, wait, I'm, I don't care. Yeah, you can be The Rock. Who's Vin Diesel? I don't know. Can I be like Paul Walker and like you be Ludacris? Ludacris? <laughs> no, hold on, let's let's figure this out. What are Vin, Vin Diesel's always talking about family? Who amongst us talks about family? Uh, I mean, you have three kids. Cousins, you know, or our extended family. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin, my cousin Joey, we're family. <laughs> Tony purposely dropped the mic there. I'm, I'm just saying, and and which one of us is a car nut? Who's a car nut? I'm, I'm definitely not a car nut. Who's a sexy voice? Who I, has a sexy I definitely voice. don't have a sexy voice. What's the deal with my voice? <laughs> no. No, I, I think Would you like to come to my bedroom? <laughs> Nat! Give it down there, baby. Nat's like the Indian Vin Diesel. <laughs> my father wasn't killed in a derby race. Vindaloo Diesel. <laughs> well, <then. laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it is right there. It is, it is. Mm. Um, Vin Diesel also is about... Uh, you know, he's always about his woman. In, in the so women, woman one or women plural? No, no, no. But I'm saying like he's got that one woman he's always talking about. And I keep thinking about the COVID story that you told. 
where you just went from girlfriend to wife? That's a Vin Diesel move. That's a very right, Vin so Diesel. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna cut Vin Diesel in half, <laughs> and Tony gets one half of Vin Diesel, and I'll get the other. So half we're both the Vin Diesel to your Rock. But I actually like you guys. I like the Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually do. Whoever wrote that question, how dare you? But <laughs> good for you. Thank you for writing that question. Listen, my whole six years of working out paid off with that one joke. Now I cannot do shit. <laughs> That's my only justification not to be the uh, to be Vin Diesel. I could be like, yo, I work out every day. <laughs> Same as the rock. <laughs> Same as the rock. Do you take steroids? No, but I work out. Are you big? No, but I work out. Oh. Do you drink tequila? No, <laughs> but I work out. <laughs> uh, I, it's annoying, his tequila company. But you know, Vin Diesel's not bad. I'd even I take mean, it. I mean, he's no The Rock. <laughs> he's no The Rock, but he's like, you know, he's, he's, he's Vin Diesel. Yeah. Right? Any other letters? That was pretty fucking great. I don't yeah, know, I don't have was... any. Do you have any letters? Yeah, I got one. Hold on. Let me look at <laughs> Let me look at you. You're looking at his phone right now. Right. Oh, having difficulty shooting, stabilizing. Oh, it's good. It's good. All right. Dear Comedy Talks, long-time listener, first-time writer. We got a lot of these, don't we? Yeah. Uh, I want to know who, in your opinion, what triggers you the most? That's a pretty good question. Who and what triggers more, you the most? That's more of a serious question, though. Yeah. We can't... I, I feel like that question itself triggers me. Because <laughs> it's not a funny it's not a funny premise. What the fuck are you doing? And we're just yeah. trying to have a good time and we're you just fucked up a good time. Yeah. So I'm gonna come to your house and I'm gonna pull the trigger on you. Right? <laughs> Wherever you are. Science State Secretary of the United States of America. Oh fucking no. Fuck you, State Secretary. <laughs> What a jerk. <laughs> what a, this is a comedy this is a comedy podcast. We, I know. We, we don't talk about things we dislike on here. <laughs> never so, happened. Or never ran for, for, for no reason. No, no, we love everybody. Right. Yeah. Taylor Swift, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, Taylor Swift does trigger me. Starbucks triggers me. No. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay, I got a question if we get gonna move on to that one. Yeah. Um Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> That's a very busy checking the, checking the letter there. <laughs> so, um, hello comedy guys. Just wondering, why do you choose Starbucks as your... <laughs> <laughs> as your location for filming? Uh, we can't really hear you guys half the time. And Nat appears to dislike it immensely. I who's think that, that's the reason from? why. Who's, who's that from? Chow. Chow. From Chow. Chow. Listen, Chow. Chow. C-H-O-W. If okay. that is your... Re- oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking Italian Chow. <laughs> like, that's how he signed off Chow. Because yeah. that sounds like a... That sounds like a... Something that... Uh, somebody Alex like. would write. Yeah. Chow, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> no, from Chow. C-H-O-W. Shout out to Alex. We love you. We hope everything's going well. And um, we hope you one day like this podcast. And if you don't, we hate you. Is there is there is there a reason for Starbucks? Um, is there a reason for Starbucks? I think it was very funny when we first went that Nat said he doesn't like it, he doesn't drink anything there. So no, just I think it's like it's primarily because like a I hate like companies that have just like 
gone to like monopoly levels or like you know domination of market levels yeah because it's like too big in a there's sense, like, like eight starbucks in this small area right? and the whole thing with like it's the butt of a simpsons joke like yeah they go into it goes into the mall there's like a billion starbucks you better hurry in another 10 minutes well why do you why do we pick it though uh because blue bottle is always full or they close early. yes and you hate that pretentious high ceiling nothing thing too. Yeah, you, I just, hate, you, hate I, the, you hate the New York City. I'd life. rather meet in my basement. <laughs> I'm never doing Your that. Your basement doesn't have you know, wonderfully <laughs> unpainted drywall. Yeah, dude, I want that out. aesthetic. Yeah. And I want chicks hanging around for no reason. I want corrugated iron and all right, women. Slow down, Vin Diesel, alright? <laughs> no, but I think that's the thing I like about the Starbucks we go to is like, there's a decent looking crowd. And if you don't get what I mean, just try and go to a place where it's just like a lot of weird people. And it just, it kills your vibe. And if you get like good, finely dressed men and women hanging around, and it's usually at a Starbucks, uh, it's well, all right. It's, it's the least awkward location because there's the Starbucks across the street. Oh, that's terrible. And it's just an open room. <laughs> it's yeah. like a round table. And me and Nat yeah. scouted it one day. <laughs> We're like, hmm, this would be very strange. <laughs> like. Like, it's like comedy talks, the audience edition. Like. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, Town Hall. What do you think, Takeshi? Takeshi? <laughs> <laughs> He's a hero. He's a hero. But, and Blue Bottle is actually one of the best places where we, a couple of our episodes there were really phenomenal. You filmed at Blue Bottle? Yeah, they yes. don't bother you. We had a, I had a tripod in front of us and filming. It was great. It's just, uh, you got to get there. You have to get there early. Daylight. Yeah, or else you're screwed because they close at 7. So that is like an afternoon podcast. Why don't we, when we do that for the future? We can't because somebody, somebody finishes at 5.30 regardless of where he works at. Because yeah. he's got to work for his family. That's a very Vin Diesel thing. Yeah, I gotta put, <laughs> I gotta put food on my table for the family. You know, <laughs> I got, I got a daughter. She's imaginary, but she exists. <laughs> and I gotta put two feet on the table for the said daughter. And pay for imaginary ed- education. Absolutely. That's a lot of money. Well, before we get into uh, restructure the podcast talks, I think it's a good place to wrap it up. Guys, this is amazing. Yeah. It's kind of nice. The two-hour power hour. Yeah, yeah. Kind of nice special. Yeah. Uh, yeah, coming the return special. The yeah. return special. Mm-hmm. This is good. A lot of it. Yeah. Very good stuff. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks for watching or listening or writing in. He's been Tony. He's been Nat. And he's been... I can't think of Where's the finger? It's like we're all pointing. And I've been the rock. See you guys later. Thank you guys. See you. I don't want to do an American accent. <laughs>